going to take my text from Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 4, and then uh, skip down to 17. So Colossians 3, 1 through 4. If then be if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sit on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. And go to verse 17. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Amen. Yeah, uh, this verse came to mind uh, just studying this. Uh, I realized that, uh, you know, everyone in life has a mission. I don't know if everybody, everyone recognize it or not. But as long as you're living, as long as you're breathing, we have a mission. We have a mission in life. And uh, it might be a small mission, big mission, short little mission, long mission. Could be a very easy mission. It could be a very difficult mission. And it could be a very, a many very mission in between. But you know what? It's up to us to choose those mission and to complete it. But because God loves us so much, He gives us free will, we, choose, we can choose to complete whatever mission that is presented in front of us. Um, but every mission that we choose, it's either lead us closer toward God or further away from God. So um, it is important to decide what mission you want to uh, complete and go through with. Uh, let's take Jonah, for example, in this account. You know, Jonah uh, wanted to go to prophesy to Israel during the time of uh, Jeroboam II when he reigned. And uh, during this time, they were uh, politically prosperous. And of course, Jeroboam II was not a good king. He did wicked and he was evil in the sight of the Lord. Uh, at the same time, when they were uh, politically prosperous, uh, their border expanded to the extent almost when during the, the reign of Solomon. And at the same time, since they're politically, politically prosperous, they're, um, yeah, they were financially uh, prosperous, also materialist, materialistically prosperous. So, uh, but because of this, uh, they uh, intend to, uh, this prosperity, the increase in prosperity uh, created a uh, like a culture that thrive on injustice toward the poor and the oppressed. So Jonah saw this and he knew and he realized that if they, the children of Israel keep going at this rate, God's gonna punish them like he did before. To, you know, whatever he does, punish them to, to get them back, to turn back to him. So, and Jonah didn't want his people again, to go through all the suffering again. He wanted to go and prophesy to them, tell them that, hey, they need to repent, they need to turn back uh, toward God and stop worshiping Baal, worshiping uh, other idols, and stop uh, being cruel 
to the poor and being injustice to all those oppressed around them. So that was uh, Jonah's mission. That's what he wanted to do. But God had a different idea. God gave him a, a separate mission, a different mission. God want him to go to Nineveh to prophesy to the Assyrian who did not know who God was, you know. And again, they had a reputation of being cruel and wicked toward, toward their captives and toward the people that they rule over with. So God wants to be merciful to the Assyrian, at least to give them a chance to know who he was and who he is, the, the one true God, not what they were doing and what they were worshiping. So of course, um, Jonah didn't like that. He said, you know what, God, you gave me that mission, but I don't want to do it. I'd rather die than just to choose that mission. Of course, we all know what happened, uh, but God was a merciful God. God was a loving God. God gave Jonah, you know, a, a second chance. So, um, of course, after, you know, three days in the belly of a great fish, uh, he finally came and confessed, said, okay, Lord, I will do what you want me to do. I will go to Nineveh and prophesy uh, the message of repentance to these people, these wicked and cruel people. And he did it, uh, not too willingly, not with a, a willing heart, not a heart that is aligned with God's will, but he did it anyway. And so the Assyrian, of course, repent and turn towards God. But um, again, Jonah didn't want to do it, but he finally come clean and, and did it. I mean, have any of us been in that same situation? You know, I have. I'm sure a lot of people out there have, people here or people listening. When God tell us or show us to do something or want us to go a certain way, but we think we know better than God, we think that we can do it better than what God has planned for us, so we choose to go our own path or complete our own mission. You know, there, I heard a testimony out there, there's people that avoiding God or not choosing to follow what God has planned for them or the mission that God, God giving them. I mean, yeah, Jonah only spent three days in a, a belly of a whale, a great fish. But you know what? There are people out there who spending three years away in darkness. There are some that are spending 30 years uh, away from God and not choosing to, to complete the mission that God has for them. That's a long time to, to just to live in darkness and to be away from God. But once you're willing to accept, you know, what God hasn't planned for you, I'm sure it will go smoother and better. And uh, so once they, uh, um, Jonah decided to follow God, again, after he uh, prophesied to them, he, um, like I said, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't willing, he, he still wasn't happy. He said, you know, he thinks that they still deserve to be punished. They're wicked people. Lord, why didn't you just get rid of them, take care of them? Again, his heart was not in the right place. It wasn't aligned with God. But uh, Jonah didn't see the whole picture. He didn't see the big picture. He only see what was in front of him and what he wanted to do and not what God wanted to do. Of course, you know, if you read through the thing, God sent Amos to prophesy to uh, the children of Israel you know, at that same time. Again, God see the, the whole picture, the big picture. We as human can only see what's in front of us or sometimes to the left, to the right, but God has a bird eye view of everything. God know what he's doing. God can be merciful to whoever he wants to have mercy to. 
It's not our job, it's not our choice to say, hey, God, have mercy on these people or have mercy on that person. Yeah. God wants to have mercy on everybody because we are all his children. You know, like uh, Brother Dave was uh, reading the testimony. Um, again, even before we're saved, God give us mission to choose which path to go. And I got a lot of time, that mission lead us either again closer to God or toward God and to come to repentance or further away from God. Um, when I was studying this, I remember when I was, um, I don't know if I ever told anybody this or even my parents knew about it. Uh, right when we were running through Cambodia, right before when we got into um, the border of Thailand uh, to get into re the refugee camp, a day or two before that, you know, the night before, I have an aunt, my mom's only sister, and she was very close to me. She's always taken care of me. She's always favored me more. Uh, she knew we were close uh, to the refugee camp that we could get in. And of course, uh, she wanted to go a different path because, again, both my mom and her, they speak Thai fluently because they were part Thai. And she said, you know what, I, I know a better place to go. I can just go and sneak in and live among the Thai people as one of their citizens because I am part Thai. And, and she asked me to go with her, said, hey, uh, do you want to uh, come with me? You know, I'll, I'll, take you, I'll take care of you as my own, like my own child and that. And... I don't know, uh, I don't remember answering him or uh, I said no and she knew. So in the morning, by the morning when I woke up, of course she was gone and I was with my um, my family and we got into the refugee camp and then so forth and you know, year, a year or so later we got here. Again, that was a mission or that uh, God gave me a choice and uh, direction and I had to make the right, choose the right mission because uh, again, God know what he, the plan he has for me and what I'm supposed to do and where I'm supposed to go. And if you have a, a tender heart and you listen carefully, even when you're not saved, God watches over you. God will direct your life again to come to repentant and to serve him and to know him. But again, if we choose something that is for our own benefit to serve ourselves, it can only lead to, uh, to a different path. A different direction, which could be further from God. So, uh, again, um, a lot of time as Christian also, the mission that we choose, the mission that we uh, go through, uh, sometimes we might go through difficult mission or a very hard mission, but uh, God have us go through those so he can refine us to get closer to him, to prepare us for the next mission in life. Again, our ultimate goal is heaven and to draw closer to him. Let's take a, another example, Paul. Paul has a, a mission also. Before he was saved, well, before he was saved, of course, he belonged to a group. He was part of the Pharisee. And they were, when Jesus was alive, they were against him. They didn't like him. They, they think he, he was just a, a Paul, false prophet. He just... They just don't like him. Their job was just to, to take him down, destroy him. And that was uh, the group that Paul belonged to. And that's what he did. His mission in his life, we don't know what his motivation was, was to uh, hunt people down or anybody who professed to be a follower of Jesus Christ, anyone who 
gather together. He will hunt down, and his job, his mission, was to destroy their life, you know, to destroy their church, the synagogue, and、um, to、uh, tear down their faith. So, and that was a mission that he had, and that mission he thought he believed what he was doing was right, but it was not according to God. But that he was serving his own、uh, purpose in a group or an agenda that he was with. But、uh, when we're not serving something that,、uh, when we're not serving God,、uh, we're serving something else or someone, someone else. Yeah. Ultimately. When we're not serving God, we're serving Satan. We're serving the devil. If we're not doing a mission for God, we're doing it for him. So that's what we have to be careful a little bit tonight too, because what mission you're serving? Again, if you're not for God, there's only yeah, you can only serve one master. It's either God, Father in heaven, or you're serving、uh, the guy who is always against God, the devil. Yeah. Uh, do you want to complete mission for him, or do you want to complete the God that loved you so much that He sent His die, that His Son to die for you, that you might have a new life? So again, but、uh, Paul's mission was to cause division among the people and to cause confusion, and that's what the devil did also. But you know what? When when God met Saul on that road to Damascus, you know Paul.、Uh, He got saved. He knew what he did. He knew what the life, the old life he lived, was wrong, and it was a、uh, not the right way. It wasn't for God at all. It's contrary to what he believed. So,、uh, when he realized, he chose a different mission—a mission to serve God, a mission to share the gospel to everybody that he come in contact with. So, instead of、uh, tearing down their faith, his mission was to build up their faith, to encourage them. Instead of tearing down synagogue, his mission was to build up churches and、uh, build up their faith and encouraging them. So instead of destroying, tearing down their life, he was building up their life. He was encouraging and admonishing、uh, the the brother and sister in Christ. So it's a completely、uh, 180 degree turn when he knew the, the right mission to to choose and to to complete and. We're all again tonight. That's what I want to remind. Depend on what mission we choose, what we mission we want to complete. It's either take us away from God or draw us closer to God. We got to be careful and go to His Word, and pray, and choose the mission that God wants us to do. I mean,、um, uh, every mission is important in our life, even the little tiniest one. Every moment. Every stage of our life, we have a mission to complete. Even when we're at home now, or you know, school online, or at church, you know, sometime that we can come, it is a mission. You know, and、uh, even just to give a smile to a stranger, that could be a mission. Because you know, I hear the、um, the phrase that says, "If you smile, the world smiles with you." I don't know.、Um, you can try to test it out. Try to smile at somebody to see if they just. Give you a scowl back or something, and not smile. But you know, a lot of time when I see somebody smile at me, you know, I can't help but smile back. Again, that's just a little mission that we can、uh, give to somebody who might be having a bad day, or who might, you know, going through some rough time. Now, there is a little bit dissimilarity between Jonah and Paul, 
Again, Jonah, he knew God, but he chose to follow his own way, his own path. But again, God was merciful and gave him a second chance. And even though when he did choose to complete the mission that God gave him, his heart was not in it, his heart was not aligned with God. But versus Paul, Paul, again, what he did, what he did in his whole life think was wrong, but when he came to know Jesus, when God met him, when he uh, decided to follow Christ and serve Christ, he did it with his whole heart, with his whole uh, soul, with his whole mind. He did it for him to live with Christ and to die is gain. Are we uh, completing our mission or living our life like Paul did? You know, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Yeah. So we need to follow, again, look uh, to Paul's perspective in completing our mission in life and in the mission, the thing that we do in our everyday uh, moments. And, uh, you know, during Paul's time, the Christians were, again, powerfully influenced by their, their, the cultures and the environment. So are we right now, too. I mean, we're being told how... Yeah, you know, how often we can go to church or when we can go to church, you know, what we can do out there or what we have to do. Yeah, there's a lot of structure and a lot of do's and don'ts right now. So, um, but our job is um, uh, to form a habit. And we talked about this a, a little bit at our work and uh, Brother Randy was talking about just... Uh, Especially during this time right now, all the things that we have to go through, we need to uh, create and form a habit, a mission in our uh, family to make sure that we follow the mission that God's given us. That we need to create a habit on our family life that we're still focusing on God, reading and praying together, even though we're, we're only limited to just come to church and only a few of us can come and all that. But we need to form and create a habit that, uh, that God would give the glory and, and the praise. Because if we don't, we're going to become relaxed. And that's what the devil wants us to do. We're going to become just uh, easygoing. And then, you know, okay, I'll let's just not pray today. It happened. Or maybe, well, Friday service is not full. Let's go next Friday. Again, if you're out there listening and those who are here already, I mean, go online. If it's not full, you need to sign up to come to church. There's no reason not to. Just because only a limited of us can come, and when it's not full, we need to be here because it's encouraging to see uh, the believer, the body of Christ together, uh, gathering still. And... Uh, just because our culture is telling us to do one thing, it doesn't mean that we, we still can't serve God. We still can't uh, complete the mission for Him. You know, our mission in life is to want other to follow Jesus. You know, our mission in life is to live a life that others see Jesus in us. It is not our mission in life to live, to live a life that others see how great we are. We need to live a life that, that, uh, that our life shines Jesus. And uh, we don't want, and it's not our mission to live a life to show how righteous we are 
or what a great church we go to and stuff like that. We need to live a life that show that Jesus is with us, that Jesus is in this world and he's living through us. You know, if we, if our mission is other than for, for other to see Jesus in us or to see Jesus in our life, then we are completing the wrong mission. You know, so tonight, that's what I want to ask. What is your mission right now? Do you have a mission? Do you recognize your mission? Uh, no matter, again, no matter what stage we are at, we have a mission to complete. What mission do you want to accept? Um, are you living each moment for God? And um, because, uh, you know, if you don't know Jesus tonight, that is your first and most important mission tonight, either here or out there listening. That is the, I believe is the most important mission is to accept Jesus into your life, to have him lead your life. So that way he can use you to help other complete their mission also. Um, if, uh, if you need to grow closer to God, if you need your deeper experiences, he has that for you. That is another mission for you to complete. Again, our mission in life is to live a life that shines Jesus, that other wants to follow Jesus, not to follow us. So again, the, the greatest, of course, the greatest mission is when God sent his son to die for us. And it's our job, it's our mission to accept that he came and died for us so we can have a new life. Of course, we have to repent and live and accept and have faith that uh, he came to do that for us. So tonight, what is your mission and what are you waiting for? Uh, there's no time like right now because again, we're living in just uh, a crazy time and we don't know what uh, tomorrow might hold. We don't know what's gonna happen in the morning, but we know that Jesus saved. And if you're not saved tonight, and if you don't know him, just come and he will accept you because he's been leading you to this moment. Every decision that you made, every, he puts many mission in your life, but you need to come and recognize and know that and accept him into your life. So why don't we come down and come and pray or where you're at and pray and accept that mission that he has for you so he can use you to the fullest uh, capacity that uh, he has for you. So why don't we stand and sing song number 591.